0: Welcome back to the Stories from Southwest Virginia podcast. Southwest Virginia is a location as unique as its people, and we pride ourselves on rich cultural heritage, food, music, and the arts. Stories from Southwest Virginia tells the stories of this amazing region that we live in. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode thank you everybody listening today and welcome back to the stories from southwest virginia podcast today i'm joined by actually three very special guests and i couldn't be more thrilled to have them on they are part of an organization called appalachian sustainable development or asd for short and joining me today is debbie sarah and megan and they're going to give us some more insight on the inner workings of this organization and some of the amazing things they're doing Well, first of all, thank you all so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. And Debbie, if you wouldn't mind, just go ahead and take it away and introduce yourself to everybody listening.
1: Sure, Chad. Thank you so much for having us on the podcast. Um, So my name is Debbie Browning. I am the Workforce Development Program Manager for ASD. Our program is called Groundwork, and we've been around for just over a year. Um, And I think we're doing some really exciting things that we're Um, looking forward to sharing with everybody. Um, On the call with us is, as you mentioned, it's Sarah Polly, so I'm just going to go ahead and turn it over to Sarah.
2: Thanks, Debbie. My name's Sarah, and I am the Groundwork Mentor and Garden Supervisor for our community garden um, based in Abingdon on Hillman Highway. And I come to ASD with about three years of cut flower farming, so um, that's kind of What we're doing in the garden is growing produce and flowers to sell. And I'll pass it on to Megan, who's here with me. Hey, I'm Megan Tigner, and
1: I am a community garden cultivator. And I work under Sarah and under Debbie as a groundwork trainee. And I'm a part of Late Bloomers, which is our floral social enterprise, underground work. And yeah, my first time farming or gardening. And you're rocking it.
0: It does sound like a, a ton of fun. I know uh, my fiance and I, we both wish we had green thumbs and, and we just do not. So maybe that's something that I could find some advice from you all today in today's episode. So, you know, it sounds like you guys are doing so many amazing and great things. And I guess the real question here that everybody listening might be asking themselves is what exactly is ASD and, and what is it that the organization does?
1: Yes, that's a good question, Chad. You know, we've been around for about 25 years and um, mostly we, you know, we work with with farmers. And so the public as a whole may not be so familiar with us. Um, Our mission is to build a thriving regional food and ag system that creates healthy communities, that supports the planet, and that cultivates profitable opportunities for Appalachians. And so what all that means is that, you know, we work with the people who grow food, uh, and people who just, who who grow, we call them producers, um, to help them find markets, to help them to be uh, more successful in what they do, um, so that we can keep, you know, healthy food that's grown here, we can keep it here to, to benefit the communities that we serve. Um, so how all that plays out is that we have a Um, a food hub called Appalachian Harvest in Duffield, Virginia, and the food harvest, they work with about 50 regional farmers, um, and they purchase produce from the farmers, aggregate it, and then um, sell it to larger market, and so basically what that means is if, you know, one farmer has 50 cucumbers and another has 250, we can take all that, those cucumbers Put them together, and that lets us. That opens up bigger markets, which in turn puts more money into the farmers' pocket. We also do um, education and training on on uh, like um, organic farming, um, good agricultural practices, um, and we have some equipment we we rent out or lease out. And so, um, at that facility, we also have a an herb hub, uh, and they do similar things to what the food hub does, but they work in. In herbs and so, um, forest botanicals like black cohosh or echinacea, ginseng, and they um, educate farmers on how to sustainably uh, grow and harvest those types of plants. And then they bring them in, they process them, dry them, and then find the market so that the the farmers can sell those items um, to. to a wider market, I guess. Um, ASD's headquarters is in Bristol, Abingdon area. And the community we serve here, it's it's less, you know, the farmer and more about like the backyard gardener or, um, you know, young kids. It's small to tall. Um, We have programs like Grow Your Own, which if somebody's got just a small backyard or a container, we help them with providing seeds, providing education, um, any kind of support that they can um, start growing their own. We have program, a program called Learning Landscapes um, that's raised garden beds in um, the elementary, middle, and high school uh, around Bristol, uh, in Taswell and Buchanan Counties. Um, the agroforestry department, which is um, you know, the um, medicinal herbs that I mentioned, and then we have a farm program, which is um, farm and ranch mentoring. Where if somebody wants to be a farmer, we we partner them up with a mentor farmer who can you know help guide them and show them the ropes to to improve their chances of success on on what they're trying to do. Um, and then coming to us, we have a program called Groundwork, which is our workforce development program, where we provide paid on the job training. Um, to people who struggle finding to find meaningful work at a living wage. Um, and so, like I men- mentioned, I'm the program manager uh, and we have, um, you know, a bunch of exciting stuff going on with groundwork. Um, so.
0: Yeah, it definitely sounds like you have a lot of great opportunities for people. And I think, you know, having something like this set up is is very crucial to aiding people around the region and i guess the way that i relate to it is more in the art community so i think about like artisan guilds and and artisan mentors that pass their craft down and it sounds like you're doing something very similar but just in the agricultural stance or the gardening stance and things and i think that's wonderful because you know you think about like you mentioned going to farmers markets and things and that's one of my favorite places to go when I'm trying to get like fresh produce or flowers or arts and crafts gifts or whatever it is and, and to be able to grow these things in your own home or and to learn those processes, I think it's very valuable education. So you mentioned the program called Groundwork and you know it's your uh, workforce development program and everything. And can we elaborate on that a little bit and find out some more uh, information on the processes of that and how people could get involved?
1: Absolutely, so as I mentioned we were just a little more than a year old. We actually started the program and launched it you know last year right before the pandemic, um, which was a bit of a struggle um, but we've we've still had some really amazing success in in this last year we have um, developed four different career pathways uh, for people to try to you know um, meet them where their interests are um, and so basically the programs for people who have barriers to employment and that barrier could be anything from, you know, being justice involved or uh, just being someone who's been out of the workforce for a while and needs to build some new skills. Um, And so we, we do paid on the job training, but we combine that with wraparound services uh, because what we're trying to do is support the whole individual, right? Not just the career, but finances or any kind of you know, counseling or just uh, any kind of college or classes that they might be interested in or need. Um, we have partnered with an agency in Bristol called Bristol's Promise, and they provide uh, some of those wraparound services. They they um, send a resource navigator to be on site with us um, every Monday, but that person is also available anytime. So if life throws one of our Associates a curveball, or actually any of our uh, ASD staff as well, because you know <laughs> life throws anybody a curveball. <laughs> it's not too picky, uh, and so this uh, somebody that we can call on and just get connected to resources when we need help. So um, it's just that whole three sixty degree um, support that we're trying to do uh, with all the the people who come come through our doors, um, and we recruit locally um, through different agencies. We recruit, you know, through social media um, and um, then just try to place people in a pathway where they have uh, the most interest as for a career.
0: Well, that sounds great. And uh, reading up on some different things here, it looks like, you know, within groundwork, you have something called social enterprises. And one of those is called late bloomers so I figure if you want to take a moment to kind of explain a little bit about more of what that is and kind of some upcoming things you'll be doing with that and then we can have Sarah talk about some of her experiences working with the trainees and building the enterprise and things like that.
1: Absolutely so you know I mentioned we have four different pathways and what we try to do is turn each of our pathway into a social enterprise uh, so that we can earn the money to support our program Um, into the future we have some sustainability with it Um, so one of our pathways is digital media assets and we teach um, you know videography photography graphic arts and then as the social enterprise of that it's you know doing marketing and those kind of digital media um, creative products for any you know anybody who needs it it, that that pathway is only like two months old, and so right now we're still learning. We're doing a lot of videos and a lot, a lot of <laughs> graphic arts materials for ASD. Uh, but we just got our first paying client last week, uh, you know. And so the goal is to just branch out and and build those skills and make money from those skills, so that we can keep bringing in more uh, trainees. And with with the program that Sarah runs um, in our community garden and. Uh, That's the um, agriculture and business pathway. And they're learning agriculture and how to launch a business and how to run a business. And and Sarah, you just you take off with this because Sarah's built such an incredible, amazing program with the late bloomers.
2: Thanks, Debbie, for your praise. Um, We it's been so rewarding this season to grow flowers in a community garden and then be able to turn turn around and sell those in the community. And what I love about having this social enterprise, the late bloomers, is that while we are trying to make a profit, that's not our highest priority. Um, We are here just to support ourselves in our growth and just to practice being entrepreneurs. And we're more concerned about the triple bottom line, right? We're more concerned about um, planet, people, and profit less. And it's really rewarding work. We harvest flowers once a week, usually on Fridays. And drop those off at um, Wolf Hills Coffee in Abingdon and Blue Hills Natural Foods Market in Abingdon as well. Um, and it's just been a great experience learning and growing and watching the garden and its beauty and trying to share that with the community. Um, Megan, do you have anything you want to add? Um, I don't Not
1: really. I don't know. You kind of took it. But, yeah, I don't know. It's been really great to be a part of this and a part of the community and the family that is late bloomers and that is groundwork and I don't know I like to always say that we grow up with our flowers and the vegetables that we grow like we're always growing with our plants we watch them like we sow the seeds and now like we're growing into people that we want to be so I don't know it's interesting it's a whole like deep connection to it for myself. Absolutely I feel like um
2: We're definitely getting some garden therapy. Oh, garden therapy happens daily. Yeah. It's nice, though. Who knew?
0: I might have to get you all to uh, get me in on one of these things one time because that's something I'm probably really terrible at is is taking care of plants. So typically for me, if I'm looking for a plant, I find those that are most easiest uh, to tend to just because I'm still kind of in this learning process. It's never been something I've been had the ability to do or at least really learn about. So it sounds like it's a lot of fun to do this thing. And it sounds like you also get to really connect with people in the area, like, you know, going to some of these uh, retail partners around the area. And you also have a pretty big event coming up. It looks like you're going to be doing something at the Bristol Rhythm and Roots reunion. Uh, You want to kind of tell us a little bit more about what that entails? Yeah, so we're
1: going to be at Rhythm and Roots. Hopefully, depending on, you know, everything that happens with COVID, but hopefully, and yes, we are currently in, we just got a trailer for, refrigerated trailer first, and we're doing fresh cut flower crowns, actually, and we're doing, we're going to do boutonnieres and stickers and buttons, and it's our first big event, which is intimidating, but it's also going to be very exciting to try and do this, and like, open, finally, late bloomers and get the name out there.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I guess from, from your experience, uh, what is it like getting in here and just learning about these different things? And do you really enjoy the process of learning? And I guess, Sarah, do you enjoy the process of kind of uh, showcasing your experience to others? And, and how, how does that feel?
2: Yes. Um, one of the most rewarding things about my job is getting to form these friendships and relationships in the garden. Um, and in a lot of workplaces, that happens naturally. But I love that it's a focus of groundwork and a focus of my program is that I get to take time in my day to intentionally um, build a relationship with my coworkers, like Megan. And it's just, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of good feels and just a lot of <laughs> yeah, a lot of good energy, a lot of feeling something growing. In a relationship and also like watching the garden grow
0: so very rewarding yeah that sounds like a fantastic parallel and a way to really showcase that because i guess in some ways when you are you know growing these uh pieces in the garden it's it's almost watching like those relationships like you said and i think that's a fantastic way to look at that and i guess thinking of being like an outsider currently uh, how could someone get involved with ASD? And uh, Sarah, Megan, uh, Debbie, whoever thinks uh, they would like to elaborate on that. So, whether you're a farmer or you're somebody just looking to learn more about gardening or flower growing or whatever it may be, how do you get involved?
1: Well, so, Chad, the best way is probably to visit our website because you can look at all the programs that we have. There's a, a place there to sign up to volunteer or to be involved in any of the programs. So, if you want to you know, maybe get involved in Grow Your Own. You could go to the Grow Your Own page and, and learn about it, and find out when the next seed distribution date is, et cetera. Um, we have an application for the Groundwork program on our website, um, and so just start at the website, and that's um, asdevelop.org. That's the ASD website. Um, but then, Sarah, you want to speak to the Volunteer Days on Friday?
2: Absolutely. So we have set aside Friday mornings from around nine to noon as um, open volunteer hours in our community garden that is beside the Faith in Action Food Pantry on Hillman Highway um, in between exits 19 and 17. And yeah, we just welcome any, welcome all. Um, Mm -hmm. We usually harvest vegetables that are grown in the garden and donate them to the food bank that morning. Um, And it's just a great Place to meet folks who have similar interests and passions as you do. So please come join us.
1: Absolutely. And Chad, maybe they can help you develop that green thumb. I sure they hope so.
0: <laughs> I have a very large front porch that is is kind of bare right now and all my neighbors around me have these beautiful flowers and little mini gardens around theirs and i think i'm greatly lacking here so maybe i can try to come and, and learn a few things and and get some help with that and as far as uh, some closing thoughts today is there anything else that you would like to let the listeners know about the organization or anything that i might have missed today
1: um you know well i will say that for groundwork you know when we started the program, we had a, a um tagline that said skills grow here. And Sarah and her team kind of expanded that to say community grows here. And I feel like that's just so true at ASD. You know, we help people become farmers or growers, but it's just it's a place where I feel like everybody just gets nurtured, right? Like our spirits and our souls just get nurtured. We try to create a place that's um very, um, gracious and, um, healing and welcoming and just loving while we're also delivering some very needed services to the community. And so anybody out there who's interested in coming out and just being a part of that, you know, it's a good time because, you know, we've all kind of taken a beating over this, this last year. And so to be in some kind of, growth environment, healing and nurturing environment is just a
0: beautiful thing
1: all the time, but especially right now.
0: I really love that. And I love how that, that whole key phrase and everything and, and bringing like these communities together and the therapeutic uh, essence of everything. Like I know for me, we we talk a little bit about last year. That's, that's, I think, going to be a topic that sticks in a lot of our minds for many years to come. And one of the most therapeutic things for me was to always go out and get into nature. And you know, some people that might not be always an option to be able to do that. So, this in a lot of ways is like you're bringing that nature and that therapeutic experience to yourself, whether you're surrounding yourself with a homemade garden or flowers or just something to love and nurture and kind of help keep your mind and attention on something different. And I think it's a very rewarding experience for you to be able to plant a seed and then grow into something and see that you've accomplished that. And it's great that you all are taking the time to provide education like that and assist people on so many different levels. So the work you're doing sounds like it's very uh, crucial to so many different things in this region. And I think it's very fitting of Southwest Virginia and some of the other regions that y'all work in to provide this, because it's a direct reflection of the type of people from the Appalachians. is that I feel like for generations, or as long as this region's been uh, a thing, is that it's always been about people helping people. And I I love seeing that, and I love hearing these stories about that. So, and I guess Sarah and Megan, do y'all have any final thoughts you would like to say today before we uh, venture on out into the world?
2: Um, No, thanks Chad for allowing us to talk on your podcast. This is pretty exciting. We're just starting to launch our business and um, this is a good way to do it and get the word out there. So that's all I would say is just spread the word about the late bloomers um, and be looking for those bouquets on Fridays. That's right. Yeah. Come support us. If you're at the Rhythm and Roots Festival,
1: come buy a flower crown. They are gorgeous.
0: Well, thank you all so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you and learn more about ASD and how we can all get involved. And for everybody listening, definitely be sure to go check out their website at asdevelop.org. You can find out all the information about what we've talked about today, plus some more, how you can get involved in all kinds of great things. So if this is something that sounds like it's interesting to you, highly recommend you go check them out and go see them at Rhythm and Roots. Check out some of those flowers. I know if Uh, if I get to make it out to the Rhythm Roots, that's definitely one of the booths that I'm going to stop by. So once again, thank you all so much for tuning in today and everybody listening, be safe and have fun exploring Southwest Virginia.